Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 90, page 453. Lord, thou hast been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever the earth and the world were made, thou art God from everlasting, and world without end. Thou turnest man to destruction. Again thou sayest, Come again, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. As soon as thou scatterest them, they are even as asleep, and fade away suddenly like the grass. In the morning it is green and groweth up, but in the evening it is cut down, dried up, and withered. For we consume away in thy displeasure, and are afraid at thy wrathful indignation. Thou hast set our misdeeds before thee, and our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For when thou art angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end, as it were a tale that is told. The days of our age are threescore years and ten, and though men be so strong that they come to fourscore years, yet is their strength then but labor and sorrow. Soon soon passeth it away, and we are gone. But who regardeth the power of thy wrath, or feareth aright thy indignation? So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Turn thee again, O Lord, at the last, and be gracious unto thy servants. O oh, satisfy us with thy mercy, and that soon. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Comfort us again, now after the time that thou hast plagued us, 
and for the years wherein we have suffered adversity. Show thy servants thy work, and their children thy, handy, thy glory. And the glorious majesty of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper thou the work of our hands upon us. O prosper thou our handiwork. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth chapter of Nehemiah. And all the people gathered as one man into the square before the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had given to Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, both men and women, and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. And he read from it, facing the square before the water gate from early morning until midday, in the presence of the men and the women and those who could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all people. And when he opened it, all the people stood. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And Nehemiah, who was governor, and Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink sweet wine, and send portions to him for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Be quiet, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat, and drink and send portions, and to make great rejoicing, because they had understood the words that were declared to them. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth verse of the fourteenth chapter of Acts. 
And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him attently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in the Lyconian language, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all the things that are in them, who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness, and that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to hear us, and grant that we, to whom thou hast given an hearty desire to pray, may by thy mighty aid be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. 
Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Our lessons tonight uh, dwell around the, a similar theme of lament um, or and the spiritual uh, exercise of lament. Um, psalm 90 is a psalm of lament that reflects up with um, a sense of solidarity upon the, um, the misdoings and the sins of generations past that had brought um, the, the heavy hand of the Lord uh, upon the people. Um, and the psalmist is reflecting in a sort of penitential um, crying out um, that, you know, the, the, the calamities that befall the people are ultimately the, the produce of their own, uh, of, the, of their own sort of uh, walking away and wandering away from the ways of the Lord. Um, and this reflects, of course, on the covenant promises given to Israel that we read most recently in morning prayer in Deuteronomy. Um, you know, as the Lord, as Moses says to the people going into the promised land, I lay before you life and death. Um, and with covenant faithfulness is the way of life and with disobedience and infidelity to the covenant is death and all the things that attend them. And so when we get to Psalms of Lament, it helps us to remember that the genre of lament um, is really a kind of crying out um, you do when you when you don't know what to do. Um, it's a kind of crying out you do um, when you know that you are you have reached long since reached the edge and limit of your ability to to fix the thing or to or to sort to, of to just do something about it. Um, uh, strangely, a lot of us, uh, you know, turn to prayer uh, when when we when we get the sense that we've exercised all the options within our power to accomplish. Um, but there is a kind of prayer that even after we have begun to pray for the thing, and even after we've prayed for a long time, and we get to the point where we realize I don't even really know what to pray anymore. But the thing is bad, uh, and without your help, um, we're kind of doomed. Uh, that's that's a psalm of lament. That's a prayer of lament. Um, and in this case, it's it's reflecting on the the the, the generational problem of of walking away from uh, from the Torah, walking away from obedience to the Torah. We saw that, of course, as we entered Judges um, uh, uh, this week uh, in in morning prayer, where you know each generation did worse than the generation that went before it, and so the psalmist is reflecting on that. Uh, we get to that uh, late in Israel's history after the return from captivity in our lesson from Nehemiah tonight where we are reflecting on um, the whole history of Israel and the reason it went into captivity. Now that it has returned um, and the city has, be, has been rebuilt and the temple is, has been rebuilt and the wall of the city has been rebuilt, now there's going to be a kind of consecration of the temple city again. And so Ezra the priest and Nehemiah the governor gather all the people together and they hear the law again. Um, they're gathered together uh, on on the um, Feast of Trumpets, um, which is supposed to be a very festive holiday in the Jewish calendar. Um, and that'll explain what happens at the end of the lesson. But they hear the law read and it takes some uh, some significant amount of time and they attend to every word of it. And as a whole, the people realize that generationally and among themselves, they have and are continuing to break the law, even though God has been gracious to restore them from their great captivity in, the, in Babylon. And so this creates a massive mourning. A, a great lament goes out that says, 
wow, like we, we thought we were fixing things, right? We built the temple, we built the walls again. And yet the thing that sent us into exile and ruined the city in the first place is the very thing that is still here present among us today. And this sense of doom sort of sweeps over everybody and the sense of, of, of this of contrition and, and penitence, the need to turn again sweeps over the people so much so that Ezra and the Levites have to kind of tell everybody, hey guys, the law commands as well that this will be a festive holiday uh, and that there'll be rejoicing and feasting and sharing with the stranger. And so there's this sort of dissonance that sweeps over everybody where they know that their condition of their heart is not uh, walking in the way of the Lord. And yet, in order to obey the law of the Lord, they need to, um, they, they practice the liturgical life of their people that leads them into uh, festivity. Uh, and as Ezra summarizes it, he goes, yes, you have mourning, but you will go forth rejoicing because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And this reflects to us a reality in the Christian life, of course, that, uh, that you know, when we think about the fe great feasts of Easter or Pentecost or living in the life that we have received through Christ, um, we realize that there is within us that which rebels still against God. And yet there is this life we have been given that restores us and orients us towards God in such a way that we should rejoice. And so as Christians, we always walk around um, bearing, you know, bearing the, the, the lament of this of the old man that you know who's who we still have you know connections to and we still return to so easily and so even even sort of effortlessly at times and yet we are filled and with the holy spirit we have received the spirit of god who cries out even from within the midst of that lament cries out with a song of rejoicing that says that calls god abba father and rejoices in the life of uh, that is being uh, raised up within us and so that sort of paradox is what we're called to re-enter this evening, along with our ancient, uh, our ancient brethren, the Israelites, um, as, we, uh, as, we, as we reflect on that in our own lives today. But just know uh, if that's where you're feeling in that sort of dissonance as well, then you're in very good company. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. We'll turn now to our intercession on page 590, remembering as we do those for whom we are praying. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O most loving Father, 